get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk a little blues hockey with our guy Jeremy Rutherford via the <laughs> Brown Wilson and Crouppen Celebrity Line. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. JR, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, not too much, guys. Uh, just chatting with two of the guys I had to cut the other day at Start Bench. And really, we're going to do this? You and Tanner, huh? Yeah, we're going to do JR, this. JR, is a little sensitive about it. He had to, like, force me to apologize to him yesterday on the air, and T-Bone was playing love music. It was really uncomfortable. I have another song if we need it. No, we don't. Oh. JR, I, I thought we liked each other, man. I thought we were good. We've hosted shows together before. We text all the time. I thought you were my boy. And then uh, I listened to the morning show, which you did a fantastic job. You were you were being held back by your host. The, the driver did a poor, a poor job of setting you up for success. But you and Mark Saxon were outstanding. I thought Emily Butcher produced one of her best shows she's ever produced. I, I thought you guys were great. And then I hear... Yeah, if we had to get rid of one of these guys, obviously, BK's the one that's got to go. It was obviously. very disappointing. All right, uh, well, let me ask you a question, BK. Where would you put you in that start bench oh. and cut? Oh, don't worry, JR. I asked him this yesterday, and I said, I'm in the, I'm in the scenario that he was in with Randy Stalter it's and Ferrario, simple. and he's like, oh, I, I'd start Ferrario. No, I'd start Stalter. <laughs> I told you this, that he is my mentor. He is uh, one of my groomsmen. He's one of my best friends in this world. So I would start Anthony Stalter, but uh, Alex would be right there at number two, and, and I think... I think Randy would appreciate the fact that I would put him third and I'd have to cut him because this is my teammate and I'm always here for my teammates, unlike See, my teammate. Again, JR, somebody's a little sensitive today. Yeah, so- sounds like it. All right, JR, let's talk a little blues hockey. Um, you have a piece up from earlier today over on The Athletic. and People should subscribe to your work over there. They can follow you on Twitter at JP Rutherford about your projected lineup for opening night. What is the biggest surprise to you about that lineup compared to what you were anticipating going into camp? Well, it's definitely Jake Neighbors playing on that uh, top line with Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. But please, please, please let me explain myself. Listen, Jake Neighbors may not make the team. Jake Neighbors may get a nine-game tryout with the Blues, and then they send him back to junior hockey in, in December. We're watching him play in the World Junior Championships. However... There's nobody who could be out at Blues Camp for the past few weeks and watch these preseason games and say that he's not the number one story out there and say that he doesn't deserve a chance to play these at least nine games with the Blues. And you can debate whatever you want in terms of what line does he fit on. But you have to put young players, I think, with responsible players. Who more responsible than Ryan O'Reilly? O'Reilly Perron have that chemistry. So he's going to play there tonight against Dallas in this preseason game. And then Craig Berube will get a real good look at how he handles himself there. But to me, he's been the story in camp. 
And I think he's got a real chance to make this team. Jared, that's the part that really struck me with the lines that you tweeted out earlier today because it seems like they're still trying to find a spot for Jordan Cairo, right? They've tried him with O'Reilly and Perron. Um, I don't think they've tried him with Thomas yet throughout camp, but they've tried him with Shannon Buchnevich, who he's going to be skating with tonight. Are they still looking for somebody for or are they still looking for somebody to play with Shannon Buchnevich, or do you think they're still trying to find the right chemistry for Jordan Cairo? Well, Craig Ruby talked about that a little bit today. He had Kairou with O'Reilly and Pran recently tonight. As you mentioned, he's going to be with uh, Shen and Buchnevich. You know, there's a fit for Jordan Kairou on this team. His skills lend itself to that with his speed and his ability to break plays open. So they're going to find some chemistry. It's, it's just going to take some time. So the biggest thing to me with Kairou is that uh, I think he prefers to play the right side. I, I think he's more comfortable there. Uh, but the team is pretty stacked up on that right side. And so somebody's going to have to move to the left. At, at times, it's been uh, David Prahn. We've seen Buchnevich go over there in camp. But to me, those guys, you know, they're veterans. They want to be on the right side. Kairou might have to play on the left, and I think that's going to take some tinkering to find the right chemistry with his line mates. Jer, what's the battle for the fourth line looking like right now? Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you look at today's lineup, going into tonight's game against Dallas, this fourth line of Joshua on the left, Logan Brown in the middle, and Clem Costin on the right, I mean, you might, you're going to have to listen to 101 ESPN to hear how they do the game. There you not go, your tonight, company, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, so listen to Curbs and, and Joey, uh, but focus in on that fourth line because this really could be a battle for these last couple roster spots. I tried to break it down as best I could as to who might make the team in terms of the fourth line and the couple extras that the Blues will likely carry, but it could come down to what Craig Ruby and Doug Armstrong see tonight with these three playing. Joshua's had a really good camp, I think. Logan Brown just got here recently getting into, I believe, his second game. And Clint Costin looked like he got dinged up the other night in Independence, but he was back out of practice the next day. And that's got to be a sign of him saying, there's no way I'm sitting out of this lineup with a chance to still make this team. Uh, so we'll see how things shake out, BK. But right now, there seem to be four, five, six guys in play for those last few spots. Jared, that was hurtful, man. Like, you didn't even say, be sure to listen to Alex's breakdown on the intermission tonight. <laughs> that was hurtful, man. thought we were buddies. Man. You guys are all over me. Yeah, we're all sensitive today. <laughs> hey, JR, I did want to ask you about Scott Perunovich, and if you'll allow me, I want to read your tweet that you had from Craig Berube. Uh, this is what Craig Berube said after practice. Well, obviously play um, like Perunovich, done a great job. He's been an impressive player in camp, and in games, Walman, Mikla, they've done a good job too. This is the quote that got me. We have the D that was here last year, the 7D, and they've all done a good job in my opinion. They're probably right where we want them to be or thought they would be. Perunovich is a guy that's a different element. Does that mean Perunovich is pretty much solidified a spot to start this season? I don't think that he has necessarily solidified it where he's on the team right now. He might be, and I think they're going to give him every chance to be on that final roster. That's why he's in the lineup tonight. If you guys look at this lineup, Alex, I know you've talked about it. This is an NHL-laden lineup. A lot of their guys that are going to be in the opening night lineup are on this roster tonight going to Dallas. And you look at this third pair. I really like it. Nico Mikula. They need some physicality back on that defense. He's shown a little bit of that. He's got the size. He's got the long stick. He's going to be playing on the left side. Scott Perinovich playing on the right side. You got your top four D playing. This looks like a possibility for that third line, or for that uh, third defensive pair. And you listen to Craig Berube today. You know, he said all the right things. We feel like we've gotten what we expected out of these 7D that we carried last year and we brought back this year. But he went out of his way to say Perinovich brings a different element and he has impressed us all. So here's a guy, you know, I know people are saying, 
Likely he could start the season in Springfield, but this is going to be a very, very tough decision for the Blues. JR, when you look at um, some of the tryout guys in particular, you mentioned Logan Brown in the last uh, last answer that you had for me too. Uh, James Neal is a guy that we've talked so much about with Alex, and he had that hat trick for the Blues. Uh, what do you think are the chances for him to be able to make this opening night roster? I still think there's a chance. I think they like the ability to have a veteran guy like uh, James Neal, and he's had a, a good camp. Uh, Craig Bruby paid him a, a lot of compliments after that game in Independence the other night. I think it just gets a little tricky. And you, you talk about the salary cap. Do they have the space to sign them? Well, if you put Oscar Sundquist on long-term injured reserve to start the season, you know, you open up uh, $2.75 million in cap space. Perhaps you can get James Neal signed. Um, and then when Sundquist comes back, you're going to have to figure out a way to, to find some cap room. Maybe that's Jake Neighbors going back to junior hockey after Sundquist comes back. So I think there's some maneuverability there for Doug Armstrong in terms of the cap. Uh, but to me, if you're not going to sign James Neal and play him and perhaps plug him into that top nine, you know, I, I don't think you want to play him on the fourth line. You got some options. We just talked about him and you're not going to sign him and put him in the press box. So to me, I think that's why they're taking this good long look at Jake neighbors. Is he the guy that could fill this hole? So bottom line on Neal, still a possibility, but I think they're going to have to do a juggling act to make it work. Jared, final one from me. There's three more games for preseason, including tonight, and you got a back-to-back, which is why we haven't seen more roster cuts, I would imagine. When do you think they get down to that final roster? Is it going to take till Friday, or would they want to cut it down before Friday's preseason finale? Yeah, they'll be cutting down uh, soon for sure, Alex, but I think with these back-to-back games, Craig Berube said today that what do they got? 19 forwards in camp. You, you suit up 12 uh, tonight and tomorrow night. So some guys are going to have to play uh, the back to back. So you could potentially see some cuts um, after tonight's game, but I would expect more after the Wednesday game in Minnesota. And then you have that final uh, preseason tune up Friday against Columbus. And then uh, they're going to have the week of uh, no action before they start the regular season. The team's going to be going on a team bonding trip and, and, uh, and get away for a few days and, and really get down to their group. And, and so to me, probably see some cuts tonight. Craig Bruby said they likely won't recall anybody to come back and play tomorrow night's game, the back-to-back. So I expect that you're going to see some guys stay and finish up this back-to-back. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. We're going to be checking out your work over at The Athletic for any reporting that takes place over the next couple of days with these roster decisions. Thanks so much for hop- hopping on with us today, and we'll talk with you again next week. Anytime, boys. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.